Help I Got a Mac podcast episode number 173. Entertaining, educational, and encouraging content that makes a difference. This is GSPN.TV. Join the community. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Help I Got a Mac. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. And I'm Chris Biting. And Chris Biting, let me tell you something, my friend. It is good to have you back, and I am going to do my best not to delete this episode. Let's not do, uh, let's not delete that. Yeah, I won't. (laughs) No more lost episodes. Hey, I want to let you know, Chris, that you are a legend. (laughs) Why? I went over to... Because um, I'm never around anywhere and I, I, I'm, I'm like mythical, like a unicorn. You are a mythical unicorn, my friend. No, seriously, I went to the press screening of Harry Potter Deathly Hallows Part 2. Mm-hmm. And of course, uh, D.G. Hollums uh, now works at the Apple Store. He's been there for quite some time. And I guess uh, he uh, invited some other folks to come from the Apple Store and some other people from the Apple Store were there. And so... It was me and my wife and a ton of Apple Store employees from the Kenwood <laughs> Apple Store. Okay. And I'm sitting there and I'm talking and 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 so DG starts uh, introducing me, Cliff, you know, Cliff Ravenscraft and stuff like that and 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 he goes, "Wait a second, Cliff Ravenscraft, I've heard that name. Wait a second. Cliff Ravenscraft from gspn.tv, help I got a Mac. Oh, Chris talked about you. I know who you are." <laughs> and so everywhere I go, it's like, "Oh yeah." And I and I go into the Apple Store. And I'm talking to people at the Apple store and I say, and I say, well, you know, I need this. I, I, I do my podcasting. He says, oh, really? What kind of podcast do you do? I say, well, I do all these different shows and I have one called Help I Got a Mac. He goes, oh yeah, with Chris Biting. <laughs> <laughs> well, hello everybody that works at Apple in the Apple retail shop in Kenwood. It, it, hello. Hello, hello indeed. I miss you all. I don't miss the pay. <laughs> you don't miss the pay. There you go. Make them feel good about their jobs there, Chris. <laughs> Anyway, you get a good good discount, though. So you do get a good discount, I hear. So anyway, we have some news, some things happen today, Wednesday, July 20th, 2011. There was an earnings call, I believe, yesterday, if I'm not mistaken, where we learned we learned about just how rich the folks over at Apple really are. Yeah, I have friends of mine that have stock in the company still, and they're uh, they're very happy. Yeah, I, did, no, I just barely pay attention to that kind of stuff. But uh, I heard that uh, the stock prices have hit an all time record high again. Yeah, they were in after hours trading after the announcement yesterday. They were it was over four hundred dollars today. I'm looking at the market closed. Apple's at three hundred and eighty six dollars and ninety cents, which is a huge jump from like the middle of June. Middle of June is about 315 or so. Yeah. So it's up like 70 bucks. That's amazing. Isn't it awesome? That is awesome. <laughs> the only thing is, of course, I wouldn't want to buy stock now because I can't. Oh no, man. When I, when I was buying stock and, and I have a bunch of buddies who, who still have, you know, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds, you know, I've got friends of mine. I have like six, 700 shares. Um, we were buying it at $13 a share. Yeah. I mean, that's, you know, it was it was still like thirty dollars a share when the uh, when the iTunes Music Store put up in two thousand three. That's crazy. Should have got in early. If you if you would have made a uh, when Steve Jobs came back to the company in nineteen ninety eight, if you would have made a five thousand dollar investment, which was kind of crazy at the time because they were kind of on the ropes, but you would be a millionaire now. You would have about two million dollars worth of stock. Yeah, that's amazing. 
Well, the company is doing extremely well, but uh, I, I'm all happy for them. That means that you know they're going to continue to be around to support my systems. They're going to be. Uh, they're going to continue to be around to innovate and do some exciting new things. Yeah, they have about seventy-five billion in cash. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of excited for that company. I really am. I celebrate <laughs> that. But let's talk about some more important things. That like, how does this directly affect me? What's going on at Apple that directly affects our our you know the the folks listening to our show here? So the first thing is is Lion has now been released. Is that correct? Lion came out this morning. Yes, it was announced last night on the um, earnings call. And there was a lot of rumor and stuff that it was probably going to come out today. Uh, but yeah, they've announced that it's out. It's $29, and you can download it. If you have um, Snow Leopard, you probably have the Mac App Store. You can download it right from the Mac App Store, which is what I did this morning, about 8.30 this morning. And uh, yeah, so I've, I've been running Lion all day. I, I resisted the urge to run any developer copies that I had access to them. Uh, I wanted to get the real deal. And uh, so far, I do not regret my decision in the least. Although there has already been one program that you tried to run that will not operate on Lion. Yeah, again, I, I did a quick Google search. It's it's a known issue. Uh, Wonderlist, which is a program that Cliff uses for his notes for the show, uh, knows that there's an issue. It crashes instantly. And uh, yeah, but they got a web uh, they got a web component and they got an iOS uh, component too. So it's not like I'm I'm hurting. So yeah, yeah. that's and the only that's the only thing I've, I've ran across. Everything else works good. ScreenFlow works good. Uh, all my Adobe stuff seems to work good. I was using Adobe Audition today, and uh, it was working just fine. So that's awesome, and and I have no doubt that Wunderlist will be fixed within the next three to five days. I mean, it'll be wunderbar. I promise. Exactly. So that's awesome. Um, you like so you like Lion? Uh, any? I mean, did it take a little bit of getting used to at all? Uh, there's a couple things that are, are still taking a little getting used to, and that is mainly scrolling. Okay. Scrolling works the opposite of the way it ever worked before. It works like iOS. And it kind of works in parallel like, like a direct drive almost. It's like if, if, you, if you had a piece of paper on your desk, right, and you put your finger on the piece of paper, and you wanted to kind of like flick it up to read to the top of the paper, you would actually flick your finger down, right? Just like you would on an iPad. To get to the bottom or top, you, to get to the top of a list, you would, you would take your finger, put it on the screen, and move down. Right. That's how it works with the trackpad and, and the magic mouse now. If you want to scroll down, you put your finger on the, on the mouse and you move it up. Like you're pushing the page down. Now, if you hate this, and I, I hated it at first, but guys like John Gruber and stuff to like stick with it because it's going to be worth it. And um, I'm sticking with it. And by the end of the day today, I'm used to scrolling this new way where up is down, black is white, left is right, right is left. Um, you can turn it off though in, in the... Um, in the uh, system preferences. If you go to system preferences and then go to mouse or trackpad, there's an option there to turn it back to normal. Yeah, I, I'm sitting here. I'm inside of Chrome right now and I'm scrolling down. And of course, to do that, I'm I'm rubbing my finger from the top to the bottom to scroll down. Mm -hmm. And and I know what you're saying on the iPad. I would instinctively do it the other way. Yeah. But, and but, once it's, you're but it's amazing how just thinking about scrolling, you know, about moving up it, mentally in front of my computer, I don't know that I would like that. Once you do it, it, like I said, it's really weird at first. But then after about an hour, it's like, oh, you know, I'm doing it now, just not even thinking about it. Especially on the trackpad on my MacBook Pro, um, I just I just give it a flick like I do on my phone or on my iPad, and just you know, it scrolls down and scrolls up. It has the little the little bounces. Uh, some apps don't have that the kind of the rubber band stuff enabled yet. 
uh, Chrome being one of them. Yeah, but it is kind of cool not not having the the um, especially in Safari. It is kind of cool not having the scroll bars there because it kind of makes the screen look real clean, which is nice if you had like an 11 inch or a 13 inch you know MacBook Air. Um, it just gives you more room for stuff. So right. that's the only thing so far that's really kind of kind of thrown 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 me off. But it's something that you can turn off, which is good. Um, everything else is it. It seems to be fast, you know, and. and not saying that Snow Leopard wasn't fast, but it seems to be faster on this Mac. Now, this is a quad-core i7 uh, MacBook Pro, so you know your mileage may vary. I don't know how fast it would be on a Core 2 Duo. You need to have, you do need to have at least a Core 2 Duo. So if you have any of the first-generation Intel-based systems, the Core Duo, uh, like my MacBook, my original MacBook, it will not work with with um, with Lion. Right, but it's going to work like on my MacBook Air. Any any MacBook Air will be able to do it. Oh yeah, absolutely. Gotcha. gotcha. And uh, yeah, it, it was super, super easy. It took a little bit of time to download. Uh, you know that that North Carolina data center that they have is is finally showing what it's what what it's there for, and it's it's pushing you know about four and a half gigs to anybody who buys it. But you just buy it. Um, like I said, thirty bucks, twenty nine dollars, whatever. Uh, puts a little little installer in your dock, and then all of a sudden it says you want to you know click OK. You click OK. It says it's going to install to this hard drive, and then it reboots, and you're off to the races. About It took about 30 minutes to install on this computer. What about, have you played around, have you noticed any versioning or anything like that in software other than Apple products? Yeah, and uh, I'll go ahead and talk about this now. ScreenFlow 3.0 is coming out, okay. and uh, I'm lucky enough to be a beta tester and have been for quite some time, and they've uh, I've got a build here that they, they gave to me because I've made some videos uh, for them again. Uh, actually, if you go to blogs.screenflow.com, you can see the latest one, which is about Lion, and they've got versioning built into it, and uh, autosave and 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 um, what's the, what's the term I'm looking for? Autosave and restore or whatever it is. Where you, I could be in the middle of a, a ScreenFlow project, let's say, I could just quit it. I don't have to save it or anything. Open it back up, and it boom, right back where I left off. It works perfectly. Right. And uh, yeah, that is going to be probably the nicest feature to have, especially when other apps start. And uh, this is, this is a term from Leo and those guys when they start lionizing their applications. Yeah. Um, I could see, I could see something like Photoshop or something like after effects or premiere, you know, big, heavy apps that I use doing versioning would be fantastic. Um, they did update all the iWork apps. So if you have keynote or pages, which I had both, uh, if you go to, uh, if you bought them on the Mac app store, go to the Mac app store, they're there. For update, or you go up to software update, you can update that way. Those are already with versions and stuff too. So, yeah, I really like it. It's it's all automatic. You just don't even have to think about it, especially with like ScreenFlow and stuff. It just works, yeah. and it's very very cool. Hey, speaking of ScreenFlow, for just a moment, um, can you tell us what some of the new features are in ScreenFlow? Yeah, sure. Uh, like I said, if you go to blogs.telestream.net, they're going to have a bunch of stuff there. They've got a couple teasers now. Uh, some of the new features of ScreenFlow is going to be um, grouping. So if you have multiple clips, you can group them all as one clip and they'll move as one unit, which is oh, kind of cool. That is the most awesome thing ever. I can. And, and when does this come out? <laughs> uh, I don't know when it'll release date soon. Uh, another neat thing you can do is split clips. So let's say you've got a, a, a really long clip, right? Yeah. You can, if you have your 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 thing in the middle there, there's a little red box that'll be at the bottom, and you can drag it to the left or to the right, and it'll split that clip and move everything else that's behind that with it too. So if you just want to drop something in but not mess up the time of everything else, yeah, 
you can grab this little red box and move it back or move it forward and it'll, it'll split or join the clips up for you. It's super cool. Um, another nice thing is uh, you can actually have like annotations now, like freehand annotations. You can draw circles around things or uh, put in arrows and other, other things like that. You can draw boxes around things. So I can write on the screen with my, my Wacom tablet. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, so th- these are all really, really cool new features that are coming out. Um, you can also you know, save your settings, save your export settings. There's now export to Vimeo. So if you use Vimeo, you can export directly to there uh, straight from the app. Uh, yeah, it's going to be, I'm, I'm not sure what the upgrade prices and stuff are. They've been announced on, um, on Telestream's website. If you go to, uh, like I said, blogs.telestream.net. And I, know, I do know if you did get the app from the App Store, they are offering a free upgrade. And then they're going to offer a discounted upgrade. I think it might be $29 to upgrade. Now, don't quote me on that, but $29 to upgrade from ScreenFlow 2 to ScreenFlow 3. I'm sure since you're a friend of Telestream Cliff, you'll get something in the mail. Yeah. I'm if sure. you haven't already. <laughs> I, I know that they'll take good care of me. But uh, yeah, it's, you know, it's still one of the best editors. <laughs> oh, there's no doubt. I mean... Uh, and a real light, lightweight editor at that. Yeah, and it's... I guess I just go to blogs that telestream.net. You can see all the, all the new teaser videos we're putting up and uh, it's, yeah, I've had a lot of fun um, playing with the new features and stuff. So yeah, very, very cool. I cannot wait to get my hands on ScreenFlow three. I'm more excited about that than I am lion. (laughs) (laughs) So real quick, some of the neat things with lion launchpad, it's like kind of like launchpad. I'm trying to remember how to evoke it. There's all these new gestures and you can still click on it, but it basically brings up a a grid of your icons, kind of like, uh, your, um, kind of like, uh, your iPad, you know, you should, you see a grid of icons and you can, you can add, you can fire them up, which is, which is pretty cool. I normally would use, I I normally would, would drag an applications folder down into my dock. Yep. So yeah. now that I don't have to do that, it's actually kind of nice. And it, it kind of looks cool too. You know, it kind of blurs the screen a little bit. And I don't know, it's, it's, it's pretty. <laughs> um, the other thing is mission control, which kind of takes the place of expose. Uh-huh. And if you're on your trackpad with your, with your MacBook Pro or your MacBook Air or whatever, you take three fingers, you move up, and you have your list of stuff, which is pretty cool. One of the things I did notice, which was kind of weird, is that Finder, under your favorites, didn't, now this could have just been my setup, didn't list by default your Macintosh hard drive. It's pretty much taking your whole concept of your hard drive and just kind of singing it off to the side, saying, you know, you really don't need to worry about the hard drive now. We give you access to everything. There's, in Finder, there's a thing that says, all my files, which is really what it is. It's all your files. You can look through and see like all your images and all your PDF documents and all the, you know, stuff that's like sitting in folders and stuff around your computer. Like in movies, it says I've got 36 movies and it's a bunch of stuff that I've done. And what you can do, you see it, it's kind of, it kind of looks like a little miniature version of, of uh, cover flow. I could take my mouse and drag across these and go, okay, I think I want to look at this one here. I can click it and then hit the space bar and it'll just start playing. So this is, you know, a video that I took and it's kind of cool. It's kind of, you can kind of look through things real fast if you need to see a document or something like that, <clears throat> but you can still do, you know, look at your desktop and your home folder and your applications folder and stuff. And you can drag and drop things into there. I was able to get my Macintosh hard drive in there by, uh, having my Macintosh hard drive on my desktop. Normally I keep that hidden. Yeah. 
but you can turn it on and I drug it into the favorites and then I turned off the view again because I still like to have access to like the library folder and stuff like that. Yeah. But yeah, there's just little, little tweaks, little changes, like the little, um, the little, uh, gum drops up in the left hand corner, the red, green, and I said red, green, and blue. The, uh, I'm looking at them. The red, yellow, and green are a little smaller. Okay. Um, but they, you know, they, they, they're fine. Everything just seems to be faster now. It's a lot more 64-bit stuff. Uh, they did update iTunes to be 64-bit, so iTunes is a lot faster now. Excellent. And uh, mail is completely different. I know you're not a big mail fan. I was. And uh, I had some issues with mail, so I switched over to using uh, Sparrow app. Right. I've switched back now. It's really? actually better. Yeah, I love it. It's more like... If you take the iPad and turn it on in, in a landscape view and use the mail that way, it's a, it's a little bit like that, how it's laid out, which I like a lot. So I've been using the heck out of mail now. Um, another cool thing, the updated iCal, it kind of looks, like looks like the iPad calendar version. Mm-hmm. Um, there was something else I wanted to tell you that changed for the good, and I can't remember what it was. Let me think here for a second. Full screen view is one, another thing that's kind of neat. Like if you're working on, I could see this for like, let's say you're working on a big Adobe Audition project or ScreenFlow does it too, uh, full screen, where it'll block everything else away. It even takes all the menu bars and stuff away and just lets you work on the actual thing itself. What's cool about that is if you're working on like a pages document, you can go into full screen mode and all you see is the document. You can move your mouse up to the top where the menu bar is and that'll drop down and then you can, you know, select bold or, or change the font or something like that. But it lets you really just kind of focus and, and shut out all the distractions of everything else and lets you work on a document, which is really, really cool. I am looking forward to playing around with it. Um, you know what I may do is I may go ahead and get it on my MacBook Air just so I can get used to it and play around with it. And when I'm con- when it's confirmed that it's working with all of my apps, then I will go ahead and switch my 27-inch iMac over to it. The only thing yeah, is... Yeah, because you'll, you'll, you'll already own it, so... Yeah, I, I need to know how to get my my old Mac Mini up to it. And What, what do you have? I I don't know. I don't know which one oh. it is. It's, I do know that you can, you can... Here's a little pro tip. When you first download the app, yeah, it's going to put it in your app. Like the installer is going to put in this. I got burned by this. Um, it's going to put it in your applications folder. Okay. From there, once it finishes downloading, it's automatically going to run, and it's going to want you to hit OK. Don't do that. Quit the app. Okay. Okay. Then, then take the installer and move it into your documents folder, and then run it from there. The reason is it'll once it once Lion installs, uh-huh. if that installer app is in your doc is in your applications folder, it'll delete it. Oh, okay. there's, there's obviously a reason for that. They don't want you to run it twice. But if I want to re-download it, like I'm going to put it on my wife's computer, but I doubt I'll download it from the app store from there just because it'll take forever. Right. So what I'd probably do is put it on like a USB key or something like that. And it, I can't now. I have to re-download it. So, so right. what I would do for you for that for the Mac Mini is I would probably just put it on a USB key and then boot off. You can you can boot off the USB key and it'll do an in place upgrade. Okay. Now it'll do that even though I have Tiger on there. I think so. Okay, I'll give it a don't, shot. Don't quote me on that, but I but I think so. Well, I'll, I'll give it a shot. I mean, what's it going to kill? I mean, it's not going to do anything too bad. Exactly. All right. So move it over to my documents and then just put the entire inst- and it's how many gigs. No, what you do, there's a special way. Uh, if you go to, um, I think Lifehacker or Ars Technica 
has a, it tells you how to you basically open up the package uh-huh. on your computer. Yep. Uh, and look at the package contents, and there's like a DMG file in there, which is a disk image file. Okay. Then you would you would go into um, disk utility, and you basically so I just you know, I look up yeah, that story, and then I'll just yeah follow yeah the you instructions. burn the DMG onto your thumb drive, and okay. it makes it a bootable thumb drive. Okay. Yeah, and it erases everything that's on the thumb drive. I remember Leo saying that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, looks like they changed iChat up just a little bit. It's it's whatever. I don't ever use iChat. I use Adium. Ad, iChat. Um, what's that? Yeah, I have it in my dock though. Um, <laughs> Safari Safari seems to be a lot faster than it was. I think it's got a new uh, new Java engine. Uh, let me see. Let me look at my apps here. Anything else change? Dun, 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 dun. Don't think so. Um, yeah, everything else. Oh, uh, photo booth has been changed a little bit. It's got some new effects. The kids always like that. You sure. know, whatever. Um, that's that's about it. It's it's. Super awesome. Lion. I love, I love it. Awesome. How hard is it to find that Ars Technica or, or a life hacker article? I would just do a search on Google to like burn lion image or something like that. All right. So I'm, I'm going to do that. Burn lion image. Okay. So what's next? The new, should we talk about the new MacBook Airs? Well, yeah, we should talk about the new Macs, period. All right. Today was a big, today was a big Mac day, man. So yeah, they got the the brand new faster MacBook Air. So Cliff, I apologize you bought that new one and now they've already got an update for it. Yeah, well, you know what? Um I've I've had the use of it for uh, since February. I, I I took it on a cruise and used it like crazy. Uh and I took it to Florida with me, used it like crazy, and of course I've used it like crazy tons since in, in between those. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I want to say for $9.99 is where I actually I paid a little bit less because I got it on Amazon. Um, and so for under $1,000, I've already, as far as I'm concerned, it's actually, it's helped me earn multiple times what I paid for it. Because of course, both times that I went on these, you know, I went on a 10 day cruise or I was, I was on a seven day cruise, but ten, I was out of town for 10 days. And then this last mm-hmm. time I was gone for 10 days. During both of those times, I needed a computer so that I could manage people who wanted to ask me questions about signing up for my podcasting A to Z course, which of course is $899 per registration. So I, I pretty much filled these classes, you know, two classes of up to 20 people uh, while I was on vacation with my MacBook Air. So as you can imagine, uh, as far as I'm concerned, that MacBook Air has certainly paid for itself many times over. Nice. So you're going to buy me the new one, right? Well, you know, the thing is, is Stephanie's <laughs> been saying, hey, you know, I, I, I would really, you know, I, I love that we have the 21 and a half inch iMac up here. You know, the, that's great. But I sure do love it when you leave your MacBook Air up here and, and I can just sit down. And <sighs> Sounds do like she's going to get yours because she won't need the super awesomeness. Yeah, I'm thinking. So te- well, I'll tell you what, let, let's. Let's talk about this because uh, sure. what what all is exciting about this new MacBook Air? Same prices start at nine ninety nine. Yeah, which yeah. basically you can get it a little cheaper on Amazon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, starts at thirteen inch. Uh, the nine ninety nine. Oh, wait, 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 wait. I'm sorry, it starts at eleven inch. My bad. <sighs> Thank you, because I don't want a thirteen inch. I want an <laughs> yeah. eleven. My bad. Eleven inch is nine ninety nine or eleven ninety nine. Okay. Uh, the 999 version comes with 64 gigs of storage, and the uh, one for $200 more is 128, which you can configure it up to 256 if you want to go big. Yeah. 
the processor, this is where the big difference is. The processor starts at a 1.6 dual-core Intel Core i5. Which is good. Which is about two times faster than the Core 2 Duo. Okay. Uh, the 1199 model, uh, configurable, you can put a 1.8 in it, which is cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, the memory is two gigs for the 999 or four gigs for the 1199, and you can put four gigs uh, if you can customize it on the online store. The graphics are the Intel uh, HD 3000. I'm not sure what's on yours. Probably the same thing if I had to guess. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, with a, It's either 256 megabytes or 384 megabytes of shared memory. Got the uh, FaceTime camera. Oh, which is widescreen now, right? Uh, sure. I don't know. Anyway, it's, uh, yeah. I pulled that out of the top of my head. Okay. <laughs> it doesn't say FaceTime HD, so I don't know. It oh. may not be. Okay. Okay. Uh, it's got the USB 2.0 port. It's got the MagSafe. It's got two USB 2 ports, headphone jack, microphone, and then the big thing, it's got the Thunderbolt port. Wait a second. Did you say headphone and microphone ports? It's got a microphone hole. Like not, you can't stick a microphone in it, but it's got like, you know, a built-in microphone. Oh, okay. So, okay. But the big thing is got, it's got, it got the Thunderbolt port. It has the Thunderbolt port. Yep. Now, the, if you get the bigger one, if you get the 13 inch, it does that. That that uh, comes with an SD slot, also. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice addition. Everything else is pretty much the same. Uh, I'm not sure if it's got a backlit keyboard. It I'm does. Looking. Okay, it does good. Okay. Yes. I've well, I, well, I would assume they both do. Um, I, I know that the MacBook Air, that's one of the big new features, is backlit keyboard features. And yep, backlit keyboard, which. You think like a backlight keyboard that's like heated seats or something, but when you have one and then you don't have one, yeah, it makes a difference. Yeah, and it's it's just like heated seats. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's true. <laughs> but th- th- there's like times like in the evening it's dark and I'm like, oh, I need to find this key. I don't know where it is. If my keyboard was lit, you especially, know, it's all especially when your keys are black, black, <laughs> and, and, and the and the and the letters are not white. Yeah, the letters exactly. are like a kind of dark gray. Yeah, they're kind of clear. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, this this uh, MacBook Air is sweet. Um, if I didn't need it, all the super awesome power for rendering and stuff, mm-hmm. uh, I would I would have probably wanted to get one of those just because they're so light. And I, I have a big fatty, uh, you know, twenty seven inch monitor at work. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, it's a uh, nine ninety nine. Now here's the, here's the thing: uh-huh. this, when they updated these. Now you can get an i7 processor also if you get the bigger 13 inch. Okay. Which is pretty cool. In doing this, they've killed off the MacBook. Okay, that that, that makes sense. Yeah, because you know the 11 inch is way better anyway. Yeah. Uh, unless you're an ED, you know, unless you're an educational institution, you can still get the MacBook thing because they're a little more durable for like kids, you know, messing them up and stuff. But yeah, MacBook Air is one heck of a machine, man. It's it, pretty sweet. That is that's awesome. I don't think I'm going to run out and buy one right away, but uh I will tell you that when Thunderbolt really starts kicking in, when when I can sit there and and have an external drive that's that I can boot to that's that's just as fast as an internal drive today, I'm thinking, you know, that's when things get exciting. Right. Now, one thing to keep in mind, obviously, no, no optical drive, you know, but really with the Mac App Store, I can't tell you the last, well, take that back. Um, 
the only time I've really had to use my optical drive is when I installed all my Adobe apps because I didn't download them. I've got them on a di- on like four DVDs or something. And how much is an optical drive on Apple? I mean, they're not expensive and they're, they're very like small. A hundred bucks, if that. Yeah. Like, so like so for a hundred for a hundred bucks, you can get yourself a USB optical drive. And mm-hmm. and I mean, yeah, you're gonna throw it in your laptop bag. It's super super thin and exactly. light. And yeah. it'll play your DVDs from Redbox if you want your kids kid in the back seat watch the MacBook Air for a couple hours as you're driving down the road. So exactly, exactly. So the next uh, computer that was updated was oh. the Mac Mini. The Mac Mini got an update. Here's the thing: Mac Mini still start still starts at five ninety nine or seven ninety nine. Okay. Uh, you get uh, for the five ninety nine, you get a two point three gigahertz dual core i five. Okay. And with the 799, you get a 2.5 gigahertz i5, but you can go up to a 2.7 i7. Now, here's the thing about these chips. A lot of people don't know. They have a turbo, like a burst mode that happens on these things. When they're doing su- something super intensive, they can go up to, up to and over 3 gigahertz on speed, and then they'll ramp back down. So the 2.3 is kind of like their normal running speed. Right. So a lot of people are like, ah, oh, 2.3, 1.8. No, these things can boost up in speed when they need to. Uh, the 599 comes with two gigs of RAM. You can configure it to four or eight gigs. Um, and you can twist, you can twist off the top and do that yourself. Okay. That's and new. You could do that. But that's cool. That's brand new. I saw it on the website or twist off the bottom, whatever. Yeah. Bottom <laughs> 500 gig hard drive across the board. Uh, the, uh, I'm sorry. The, uh, the upper model 799 does come with a four gigs of RAM. You can get up to eight at the, um, they, they want to configure it there. But anyway, uh, 500 gigs across the board. Uh, both models configurable up to 750 gigs, uh, 7200 RPM hard drive. Uh, the 2.5, the more expensive model, you can also get a uh, 256 gig solid state or a 256 gig solid state drive and a 750 gig hard drive. So you can get both. So you can like boot off and you know, boot line off of the uh, solid state drive, put all your photos and music and all that stuff on the 750 gig. And then you've got a super, super fast machine, like just boots right off. Uh, graphics. Um, this is, this is all the first time that I've looked at this graphics, 599 on the 599 model, you get the Intel graphics 3000 processor and it shares 288 megabytes of memory on the upper one. You get your own dedicated graphics card. You get the AMD HD 663 graphics with uh, 256 megs of its own memory. Wow. Uh, yeah, you know what? The, the 799 machine is actually looking pretty good. Heck yeah, it is. 799 uh, with a good 27-inch monitor. Wow. Yeah. Uh, get the, uh, you get the Thunderbolt port, HDMI port, DVI output using the HDMI to DVI adapter, and support for dual display and uh, video mirroring. Um, it's got uh, gigabit Ethernet, uh, SD card slot, audio in, audio out, uh, four USB ports, um, all that good stuff. Now, here's the one thing it doesn't have. doesn't have an optical drive. No way. They took the optical yeah. drive out of the Mac Mini? Yeah, it's now just, that, a, now that it's just I, a slab of aluminum. Now, see, that I don't like. I can see <laughs> taking it out of the MacBook Air, but taking it out of the Mac Mini is, I think, a little cheesy because this, you know, I know it's not Blu-ray, but still you could play a lot of DVDs right onto, you could plug, I mean, a lot of people were using this to plug into their TV. Do you know why they did it? Do you, do you know why they did it though, I bet? Why? So you can put that solid state drive in there and the normal hard drive. Uh-huh. 
That's what I'm thinking. There's just no more room in there because it's only at 1.4 inches high. Yeah. Well, because you know they're all about space and yeah. You know, honestly, though, I yeah. I mean, you if can, I really, can, really want DVDs, I'm gonna just buy that external DVD. Yeah, and and it's probably it, it probably you could sit it right on top. But still, I I I just want to say I, I I I that's the one place I would still like to have a DVD. Yeah, yeah. Well, you can also do a DVD or CD Cause, sharing because that's where you you get your CDs and you can you can rip your music off. I mean. I, I yeah. don't need to do that on a MacBook Air, but on a on a on something that I would consider to be a desktop device, I still want to be able to rip music. I still want to be able to back up DVD copies. I still want to be able to do, you know, to digitize to digitize uh, CD media at least yeah. at least for another couple of years. Yeah, I'm looking to see what the the price is for the uh, the external super drive is eighty bucks. Yeah. Which isn't bad. And that yeah. lets you burn DVDs. Yeah, and but stuff the beauty there. of a, a Mac Mini is is it's that little tiny box. Here's the thing. If you, if you, if, I'm going to max this out just for the heck of it. Okay. I am going to, I'm going to add a, I'm going to add a super drive and I'm going to add a new Thunderbolt display. And, uh, I'm going to get, uh, wait a second. Would you say a Thunderbolt's display? Oh, yes. The new displays have Thunderbolt now and, um, integrated FaceTime camera and speakers and USB and FireWire ports. Oh, and Ethernet. Huh. They're like a thousand dollars too. Okay. <laughs> That's there's the kicker. <laughs> okay. I, now, I is it have you heard a rumor of an LED back, uh Apple display? Well, they're all LED backlit. Okay. Then maybe that maybe I'm reading something different. Yeah, there. even even the laptops are LED backlit. Here's the thing. Okay. I configured a, a Mac Mini with the dual core i7, eight gigs of RAM, a seven hundred and fifty gig drive and a 256 solid state drive, a super drive, a Thunderbolt display, an Apple mouse, a keyboard, and then I just went ahead and since I was at it, I threw in the Apple Care. Uh-huh. Care to guess how much it cost? Uh $2,900. $3,194. I was close. <laughs> that's pretty close. That's that's expensive for a Mac Mini. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, if you're gonna go that route, I, I would suggest maybe uh, getting an iMac. <laughs> I would say so. Because you can get, uh, I'm going to select an iMac and I'm going to select the 27 inch quad core i5 and then I'll just add the quad core i7 to it for the heck of it, right? Yeah. And I'll add eight gigs of RAMs and I'll add a one terabyte drive and a solid state drive. Okay. Now with that, and it comes with a one gig, one gigabyte of graphics, you're at $2,099.99. Yeah. So. You would be insane to go Mac Mini and uh, and beef it up and beef it up. Yeah. So yeah, the, you, the idea of Mac Mini is to go entry line and and yeah, yeah. You don't. The, the only time you would beef it up is if you know a lot of people recommend these as you know. There's now a lot of people are using them as servers. Yeah. So like you can get a Mac Mini server for a thousand dollars. It's got a quad core uh, Intel i7. So if you wanted the quad core, you can get in there for a thousand bucks. It's got four gigs of RAM. It's got a dual two five hundred. Uh, I'm sorry, dual uh, five hundred gig hard drives, Intel graphics. So you could spend a spend a grand and get a quad core Mac Mini with four gigs of RAM. That's actually pretty cool too, you know. And it's very, 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 very tiny. Yeah, and if you you're, and if you wanted to run a server, that would be a perfect solution as well. And I'll tell you what, man, the quad core. The fastest rendering I've ever seen in my life. Really? I mean, yeah, it, uh, the ScreenFlow project is like 
done instantly. Would I get that if I had the new entry model uh, 27-inch iMac? Let's find out. I'm going to take an iMac here. I'm going to select the iMac. The 27-inch uh, entry level is a quad-core i5. Nice. $16.99. You could probably drop a... No, you can't. You can't drop the quad core in it unless you move up. Okay. Uh, yeah, you, you have to select... Uh, yeah, the quad core would be 3.4... Dang, 3.4 gigahertz. Uh, it's $2,200. Yeah. It's beefy, man. It's Mine is a 2.2 gigahertz quad core. Mm-hmm. And gosh, it's the fastest computer I've ever used. It's ridiculous how fast it is that's cool it's greased lightning so so you like your macbook pro huh i do yeah man um the fine folks at empower media marketing EmpowerMM.com, um got me a brand new computer they, they got me a lot of new stuff um they got me this they got me my macbook pro um i got um Adobe uh, Production Premium uh, CS 5.5, which comes with uh, Photoshop, Illustrator, uh, Premiere Pro, because I, I like Premiere better than, than the original Final Cut. Um, After Effects, uh, Flash, um, what else? Adobe Audition, which <laughs> I'm, 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 a, I'm a believer now. Yeah, of course. Adobe Audition. I mean, just the, the noise reduction in alone is amazing. Yep. So they got me that as far as like, so oh, I got Microsoft Office because I needed Outlook, um, which, yeah, it's, it's actually not a bad program. Um, so that, that was all my... And then I got, uh, this week, I got uh, a lighting kit, green screen, um, a brand new um, Canon HD camera. I shoot 1080p at 24 frames if I want it that way. Or thirty or sixty. Is that a Canon uh, Vixia? Yes, it is. Is it the HF ten? Uh, the twenty. Tw- twenty even. Okay, cool. Yeah, it was like eight hundred bucks. Oh, okay. So it, it was it was on sale. It's a nice camera, man. It's let me, really. Let me ask you this: How if you wanted to just let's because I was looking at these. If okay. if I wanted to take shoot some video with this Canon X, you know, whatever Canon, because they all record the same format. Right, it's uh, AVC HD or whatever it is. Yeah. So how, I mean, right now with my Kodak camera, I just I just shoot some video on the SD card and I drag and drop that over. It's like an MOV file. And then I just drag it in the screen flow. What do, yeah, I, this is, what do you have to do to get, if I shot, let's say, 60 seconds of footage on your Canon video, how yep. would I get that into screen flow? What would I do? You'd have to put it in a different editor first. Um, I don't think ScreenFlow, it uses, here, I'll tell you what the file format is. Um, let me minimize this and minimize this because I am using a computer that has this stuff on it. It records it into a file format called file format called MTS. Okay. I don't know what MTS means. Um, dot MTS. MT, uh, whatever. Um, it records in a file format called MTS. Now, uh, can you just for, drag and drop that into iMovie? I don't know. I haven't. I haven't tried. I know iMovie will read this format, but I've never captured it with iMovie. Right. Uh, in Premiere, I just drop it in Premiere, and it just works. So, right. Uh, I'm assuming it would work that way with other editors. I'm sure it works that way with um, with Final Cut, with the new version of Final Cut. 
but it's it shoots beautiful, beautiful video. A really, really high bit rate though. Um, I'm looking at the uh, let's see where is it. I'm looking at the file formats. It's AVCHD is what it's called. Yeah. And um, I would say for maybe a two minute uh, piece of video is about 300 megabytes. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, and it's I, what's cool about it, at least the one I've got, comes with 32 gigs of built-in memory. Um, I can also I could put two uh, SD, whatever the high-speed SD cards are in there. Mm-hmm. So I could put a total of 96 gigs of storage in there, which would give me about, on the highest quality setting, would give me about uh, six, seven hours of footage. Yep. So, yeah, so I got that. Um, I got a, uh, I got a field recorder. Like, did you not like, kind of like the one that we record our show on. The, the, um, the Roland? You, 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 have a, you have a Roland. Um, or you, you have an Ederol, don't you? Well, I have both. I have actually okay. three. I have a Sony. Okay. Uh, I just went to B and H, and that one had like almost like two or three hundred view, uh, reviews, and they were all it was like four and a half stars. So can't complain about it. Um, also have a lavalier mic that you know uses as a battery. I've also got a boom mic, like a shotgun mic, yeah, with a big boom stand. I've also got a handheld boom pole, uh, big wind wind filter on it if I need to. So what we'll do is we'll record into the portable recorder. You sold me on doing that, uh, recording into the portable recorder, and then um, Premiere. I can just say, okay, here's my video footage, here's my audio, sync it up for me based on the waveforms, and it'll just sync them up together. And uh, that works really, really well. That's awesome. And then I got, uh, you know, I got a bunch of stands and stuff like that. But yeah, it's, uh, it's fantastic, man. I, we, we're basically our own little production studio now, and it, it's my world, and I love it. Christmas has come early for the biting house. Yeah. <laughs> Real quick, a couple cool games I've played lately. Um Portal 2, which you can get on Steam for Mac if you've got a if you got a pretty beefy Mac. It's a it's a, like a first person shooter puzzle type game. There's no guns or anything, um, except the ones that are shooting at you. But uh, fantastic, super super funny, well well written. It's a short game. I beat it in about nine or ten hours. Um, yeah, it's really really good. Also, I'm playing some Team Fortress 2 and some Starcraft 2. If you guys play that stuff, hit me up on uh, on Twitter at uh, at Biting or um, hook hook up with me on Facebook, and you know I have all that stuff linked up. We can play against each other. Very very cool, awesome stuff, my friend. Thank you once again for sharing with us all that is awesome in the world of Apple, folks. If you are out there and you're buying your first Mac, you you see this new line up here and you're thinking you know what it's time to switch from the pc over to the mac chances are you're going to have some questions and of course if you want you can submit those questions to us via voice feedback give us a call on our voicemail feedback hotline at 859-795-4067 again that's 859-795-4067 we'll try to get into one of our upcoming episodes here of course uh if you are looking to buy one of these new machines uh you can buy those on Amazon and usually get you save about a hundred bucks or so or some at least 60 70 80 bucks if you want and yep. uh, so just go over and what I would encourage you to do is go over to gspn.tv that's our network website or help I got a Mac.com either one and on the right hand side in the sidebar scroll down you'll see an Amazon logo click on that first then do your search for your Mac product of choice 
and add it to your shopping cart, and uh, you're good to go. And we earn a pretty nice commission on that sale. And a lot of people don't realize that it doesn't affect the price that you pay at all. It does not. It does not affect the price at all. And here's the cool thing is, is uh, if you have any problems, anything like that, you just take it into the Apple store just like anything else. You call Apple Care and they'll take care of it just like anything else. Uh, all brand new Macs come with great warranty. And if you want to extend that out, you can still buy Apple Care just like you normally would. Uh, matter of fact, you can even get the Apple Care from Amazon. But if you wanted to, you could get it straight from the Apple store or whatever. But uh, you can get Apple Care. It, it, it's no different, really, no different if you buy it from Apple or Amazon. Either way, it's awesomeness. That's matter of fact. That's where I've got my last couple. Well, actually, no, I got my 27 inch from the Apple Store because I, I wanted it right when I wanted it. Yeah. But, sometimes, sometimes you just can't wait. <laughs> yeah, but my, my but my MacBook Air came from Amazon, and uh, so did Stephanie's. Uh, the the family iMac upstairs came from actually. Yeah, I can't remember if that one came from Apple Refurb or if it came from Amazon. But it's all good. It's all good. Hey, folks, thank you for tuning in. Uh, Chris, um, where can they find you online? I know you said at Binding. Is there anything else you want to promote online? That's about it. Um, yeah, just at Binding. Maybe, well, you can find me on Google+. Plus. Are you on Google+, Plus now? I am. I have been. Sweet. I'm also on Spotify if you want to check me out on Spotify. Dude, we didn't even talk about that. I mean, I still have, uh, you know what? Check this out. Stop. Play the music a little bit longer. (laughs) (laughs) Check this out. I want to say I love Spotify. I do. I'm still rocking the free account. I haven't paid for it yet. I have. I I, I signed up the first day, like within 30 seconds of owning it. I really, really want it on my phone now. I'm telling you, it's awesome. And it's everywhere. I've got a ton of friends on it already. I've got, geez, I've got a ton of people. I even got Trent Reznor from the Nine Inch Nails on here. That's awesome. Well, I'll <laughs> tell you what, I love it. Um, what I've been doing is I've been listening to Pandora. And as I'm listening to Pandora, I find the songs that I like and I'm adding them to playlists. So nice. That, so that I just I just add them to playlist, add them to playlist. And then that way, I don't have, I'm, I've, got a, I've got a playlist that's going to be my work playlist. And my goal is to make an eight-hour pl- list that has eight hours of music in it. That's cool. And yeah, that, man. It, I'll never what, hear a, a song over again in, in a day. I'll, I'll hear all new music all through the day. I think what's cool about it is the social aspect. Like, uh, there, there's a guy on here, uh, Matt uh, Shiverdecker, who's known as Shiv. He used to be one of the hosts of in the, on 97X back in the day. He's on Spotify, and now I've got his whole list of favorite songs he's he listens to a lot of brand new music he used to be their music producer so now i know that if i can go i can go to to shiv here and uh if i want to listen to something i've never heard before i can go there and just listen to that if i want to buy it i can if i you know, want to listen to it if i want to put it on my on my iphone i can get the subscription it's full of win yep and i'm looking here i just clicked on your name i see zero public playlist what's up with that I haven't made any playlists just yet. I've just been listening to random stuff. It's like one of those things. It's like, ooh, I want to listen to this song, and I just start playing it. Dude, I, I want some playlists from the, from Chris Biting. Okay. Click, click on my name and check out my playlist, man. I'm, you probably have sweet playlists, don't you? I've got some cool playlists, especially my Spotify one. My new, it, I, my Twilight mix is awesome, and and you'll see my Spotify hyphen Cliff. That's the that's the one that I'm building right now, and uh, it's the playlist to have. 
I don't have any invitation tokens. If I do, I will let people know. I have some. Well, maybe you should give some away to people. Leave a comment in the show notes for episode 173. Go to helpigotamac.com. Put your email address. Is, is, do you do it by email, I guess? Yeah, probably. Sure, sure. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I think I do. I, I mean, everybody gets some when you sign up, right? If, you, if you're a paying member, you do, yeah. I am. I'm, I'm, I signed up for premium as soon as I got this. I'd been waiting for it for a long time. <laughs> I'm glad I didn't sign up for RDO. There you go, man. All right, Chris. Thank you again, man. We'll talk to you uh, next week. Okay, buddy. See you later. All right. 